Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center operations podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items that you can take back to your call center, hopefully improve your agent experience, improve the overall quality, and I guess, you know, the, the whole point of us doing this is to improve the customer experience. Hi again, everybody. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 500-seat call center outsourcer located here in the United States in uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania. So this will be the, well, I don't want to say the last podcast of the year because I'm going to do one more right before the uh, the end of the year, but I am uh, I'm off to Las Vegas all next week. So I probably will not get a uh, another podcast out before Christmas. So I want to wish everybody a uh, a Merry Christmas. But for some of you guys who have been longtime listeners here, I guess long time um, since the beginning of the year, um, I do coach high school basketball. It's one of the things that kind of keeps me out of trouble, I guess. And uh, we'll be playing in Las Vegas. So hey, if anybody out there, of plenty of time, I'm just going to throw it out there. If anybody out there is uh, is listening, is in the Las Vegas area, you want to meet up, you want to have a drink, or coffee or, or you know something like that lunch please let me know i'd be more than happy to, to kind of come on out and uh i'd love to do some maybe some work while i'm quote unquote kind of playing as well well you know how this goes right all of you who subscribe to any of the the any blog out there that's that's call center contact center related this time of year everybody gives their top 10 trends for 2020 right for the next year top things to look out for top you know, there's just top 10 lists coming out the wazoo. So we figured we might as well give ours. Um, and hopefully ours is a little bit more intuitive. But what we wanted to do was give you kind of 10, 10, 10 trends that we see coming in 2020. Most of these are technology driven. Um, some of these are uh, more processing and call center operations kind of training driven. But for the most part, you know, I think we wanted to really focus on some of the technologies that you're going to see in 2020 kind of become GA or really, you know, generally available and then start to become in use from early adopters. So hopefully, you know, I can get you guys to be a little bit ahead of the curve. These are some of the trends and some of the technologies that we're working on here at Expedia as well. So this is not just, you know, some things that I'm reading. This is things that uh, not only are we reading about, but, you know, have also talked to a lot of our telephony providers um, and have started programming and, and talked to clients that m- about actually using um, some of these technologies. So these are all pretty much technologies that some of them, while they are around, you know, in, in 2019, really I think there's going to be an explosion of them in, in, in 2020. All right, so let's start here with this list. Is 
is I have really two, maybe two and a half kind of AI pieces, right? So number one that I think you're going to really see from a self-service model is the, since Google has really become kind of made their their AI format and platform GA as of, I believe it was November, um, everybody's really kind of gone into gone to town on this stuff. So, you know, the AI agent assist um, is going to be huge, right? And so that's going to be basically having AI technology be listening in on the call and kind of trying to guide the the agent that you have on there down the right path, whether a customer's irritated, whether they're hearing some buying signals, whether there's certain, you know, disclosures or certain things to read that are that get prompted by what a customer says. The agent assist, while it doesn't take over for calls, it, it kind of makes your your agents, you know, more efficient and make sure that they, they're hitting on the points that, that really they should be, but sometimes maybe they don't. So it's kind of like having a supervisor kind of with them at all times that's always listening to the calling and kind of prompting them and, and to give them some some help. So that's number one, right? I think you're going to really see that. We're, we're starting to work on that. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's pretty cool. The second one is is really the you know the, the AI chatbots and and we talk about them you know now, but you know with with the Google AI platform again, I think you're really going to see an explosion of really high end bots, right? People kind of you know kind of played around with it, but now you know it's kind of gotten serious. And I think from a self service model, you're going to see the IVR, you know, turn more into a a conversation piece than it is a prompting piece. So the IVR as we know it, I think is going to go away, you know, really starting in 2020, you're going to start to see more of the, the AI chatbots kind of take over from a texting standpoint, and then from an IVR standpoint, really having a, a, a more of a conversation about what you need instead of, you know, those, even the things that say, hey, if you would like to know about your account, say the word account, you know, <laughs> those kind of things, it's going to be more like actually talking to a person. Won't be perfect. But I think the the big step forward into that technology will will happen will happen this year. All right. So the third thing that we we see as a difference and something that we're really working on now and trying to explain and inform our customers on is is showing how sentiment scoring really correlates really well to NPS. And I would say it correlates. You know, well, I don't want to say correlate, but I think it's a better tool now than NPS. So I believe. That once we get this sentiment scoring from an analytics standpoint, you know where everybody's kind of talking about that, that's going to take over for NPS, and NPS is kind of going to go the way of the, uh, I don't want to say the retail store, but kind of like that, right? Where where Amazon is kind of taking that over, I think sentiment score is going to take over NPS. And while that was a great tool that started to have us listen to both sides of the conversation, I think there's a better tool now. And that's listening to customer sentiment, understanding their keywords, understanding what type of tone they're using. And getting a, a full score of the entire customer journey instead of just you know a call that happened uh, you know with, with with an agent. All right, the the fourth I guess trend that we're starting to see, and this this maybe isn't just a 2020 trend because we've seen this for the last couple of years, but it's it's the migration to the cloud. You know, a lot of you guys that are still on a premise based solution really are missing out on a lot of the really cool technologies and the ease of use of moving your contact center to the cloud. And, you know, you guys, all of you guys know I'm a huge, you know, supporter and, and advocate of Nice and Contact. But, you know, there's a lot of really good providers that are out there. So, you know, really 
thinking and, and looking that through, getting away from your, your servers and, and having all these uh, the server room that could go wrong, right? That could have a you know a drive go down, things like that. It's it's just frustrating, I think. And then the other thing is just all the ancillary tools from analytics to workforce management, all those things that you can just kind of plug in, right? That you don't have to get more software for that other people are taking care of. That really you're just paying for a one small fee um, that you can you can really budget and, and do really well. So again, I think you're really going to see that the, the premise guys really are hurting, and and that's that's not new news, right? You guys, everybody who follows the the industry kind of un- understands that. All right, so we are now at number five, and I think that this is probably the biggest thing that you're going to see, and that's the digital explosion, right? So that is really understanding the digital marketing aspect and understanding Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the new and emerging um, WhatsApp and and WeChat, those emerging uh, technologies from the social media standpoint because more and more and more people, that's how they're talking to companies, right? They're not just picking up the phone. They're not doing the IVR. They're going on Twitter. They're going on Facebook, and they're either venting, they're saying great job, or they're asking questions. And to make sure that that is part of your 2020 plan to have that as, as one of the channels that you guys are understanding, having, having that as one of the things that you are prepared to, to accept. And it's not just having three agents stare at your Facebook page and watch, but really try to integrate it into your telephony platform. If you don't know that or if you can't do that, then you probably need to outsource or you really need to look at your telephony provider because if in the next year or two, if you are not prepared to, to handle the, the the digital aspect of, of service, then you're going to be way behind the times and it's going to hurt your company. The next thing is number six. I think we're going to start to see, and we've started to see it a little bit in some RFPs that we've applied for is the beginning of, of video customer service, right? Whether that is through an app, whether that's through a um, an online um, website, to, to do one way, mostly one way, right? So they can just see our agents. And some of it was two way, but there's some issues with that, which I think you can kind of understand. I've been, I wrote a blog, I mean, this is five years ago, talking about the emergence of video. I thought it would come a lot quicker. I've been pretty much wrong on that. But I thought with when the iPhone came out and with, with FaceTime that this was really gonna kind of emerge quicker than it, than it has. But we're starting to see that too, and basically it's from an advanced chat standpoint. So, um, you know, you can go onto to a customer's website if you have a question. You can click, you can do a chat, and maybe they can do some co-browsing with you. Um, if not, if you want to take it to the next step, then to open up a, a video platform right on the website, right? So you don't have to download, kind of like that WebRTC, right? You don't want to download any type of of plugins. Just boom, um, instantly go and, and open up to to talk to to a to an agent and i think there's some industries that are more prone to that than others but something to kind of keep in the back of your head not saying it's going to just blow up in 2020 but i think we're going to start to see the the emergence of of some companies you know moving into that uh that video um the next number seven thing that that we're going to be seeing and i know that in contact is coming out with this as a release this year and i'm i'm excited about this as well because i think it correlates really well to the ai pieces and it's real-time analytics right so whether it's it's being able to route to a, a an agent based on you know a customer sentiment score so if a customer comes in hot if, if we can tell 
for some reason, for maybe some prompts that they've done in the IVR that they are not happy to be able to route to a certain agent based on the type of sentiment that the agent can handle, right? So you all know you have agents that can handle somebody who's hot, maybe a little bit better than, than you know, handling just a, a normal customer. Um, and then to go along with that, with the real-time analytics, is to be able to have a supervisor and or your QA area being able to monitor calls in real time to see if they're going south, right? That's really cool, right? So if you have a customer that comes in really hot, we can be able to track and see if that sentiment is getting better, if the agent is calming them down. And then on the other side, we'll be able to see if, if we have a customer that came in maybe happy or, or okay, and for some reason they're going red, right? They're going negative sentiment. And to be able to kind of hop onto that and, and find out in real time, you know why so again instead of just trying to hope and find you know when we're just randomly monitoring listening for these to actually get a visual you know interpretation of every single call be able to track every single call that's going on and then use some software so that it'll just kind of pop up you know the ones that maybe have have a little bit of an issue that we can get on so again it's always just trying to make that customer experience better trying to make sure that we limit any type of, of associate mistakes or um, or things when an associate's going down the wrong way as quickly as we possibly can using the technology that we have. Awesome stuff. And again, the people and the companies that get involved with this technology are going to be light years ahead of everybody out there that just kind of stick into, well, we just answer calls and we hope and dream that maybe we get something when we do our monitoring. The next, and I guess this is, uh, this is number seven, there's going to be... And there always has been, but especially now with the technology that is out there, with chatbots being able to take over some of that real basic, uh, those basic needs that a customer may have, there's really an intolerance now, you know, for you being inept, inept from a technology standpoint, inept from a training standpoint. You know, they always talk about the customer service experience is really the next battlefield that's out there, and I, and I think that that's true. You know, pricing is is you know pretty close relatively speaking with a lot of different organizations and how you can really differentiate is through the customer experience and you know being inept with your technology not really wanting to invest in some of these newer type technologies is really going to set you back what will set you back even doubly is having inept agents that are not trained that cannot answer those tier two tier three type questions because a lot of those tier ones, you know, we're assuming are going to get handled you know, by a lot of self-service or by, you know, maybe a, a, a younger, newer type tier one agent. But you really have to have that tier two, tier three agent available, understanding the, the customer issue and being able to answer those, those calls. And then kind of the last two all kind of lumped together here. Um, we see the, the USA trend continuing, right, with more onshoring back to the United States especially because of all the things that are going on from a technology standpoint. So now, you know, before it may be, you know, it was too expensive for a company to have a, a USA company handle all of their tier one, tier two, tier three customer support. So they offshored it and maybe they kept like their tier three in the States. Well, now from a technology standpoint, those companies are coming back and they're using, you know, the AI, the chatbots, um, to, to handle really those tier one. So now they can afford to have a tier two and tier three here in the States instead of having to, to offshore, you know, maybe a piece of that. That's been a huge trend. Um, and I think, again, with the economy doing as well as it is, 
we're starting to see that 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 really kind of pump back as well. So I think in 2020, I don't see any downturn in that with technology kind of taking away those e- that easy stuff. Um, you know, that stuff is coming back. Having said that, that goes back to kind of what I said in the uh, the one right before this. You got to have really high end agents, though, right? You can't just just have the the minimum wage guys on the phone, you know, trying to answer calls and answer questions. These these are really highly skilled. So the whole industry is moving to a more highly skilled, highly trained type agent. And those are the the, the call centers that I think are going to succeed, have a layer of self-service um, and, and technology on the on the front end to answer anything that's, that's easy. And everybody tried to do that, right? We tried to do that with the IVR. We tried to do that with, with the chatbots that we have. But now with things becoming more conversational, with AI actually now being able to be infused, I think it can finally be done well. So it's not what we've been trying to do. I think we'll finally be able to execute it. And then the, the last one is, is guys, you, you need to have some type of 24-7 model, all right, for the majority of, of you guys out there. Now, that doesn't mean you have to have 24-7 agents staffed, right? But the days of, hey, thank you for calling XYZ Company. Our hours of operation are 9 to 5. You, I, I, that's putting yourself at a disadvantage, and I think it's really being lazy, so you need to have some type of of self-service tool, whether it's a very basic tool of, you know, from, from a chatbot or from an IVR that can answer very basic questions. If not, you know, then you can give the, the customer the opportunity to, to leave a message, have the customer the opportunity to say, hey, we'll get back. But getting back to customers in 24 hours, you know, over a weekend, getting back to customers um, when you're just open for an eight-hour window, it's going to put you at a huge disadvantage compared to what a lot of companies are doing. And I'll be honest, the, the companies that we're getting RFPs for, the companies that are that are asking us for business, I would say 75% of them want some type of 24-7 service. So whether that is we, we're creating some kind of chatbot form or we're just having an agent or two, you know, on those overnight hours from a you know, a, a midnight to six o'clock in the morning and then start our staffing again at, at 6.30 or seven. So remember, think about what, what customers are doing. Think about what you do now, like with your TV, right? Everything is on demand, right? You are, you're looking at Netflix. You want to just binge watch the show. You want to watch it when you want to watch it. Like I'm watching The Mandalorian right now. I'm ticked <laughs> that I got to wait a week for the next episode on this the new Disney Plus Right, I'm used to just hey, if I want to watch it, I'm going to watch all three seasons right now. Well, customers are going to be like that as well, and they are starting to be like that. They need to talk to you when they want to talk to you, and if that's two o'clock in the morning, there need to be some type of online, some type of chatbot, some type of IVR that they can at least go to, and relatively, you know, in relative ease, you know, solve some of their problems. So that's what I got, guys. That's my uh, my top ten kind of trends and things that you need to look for coming here in 2020. It's very technology driven. You know, the call center is no longer just a, a butt in a seat type of organization. It is now a, a really a bridge between a, you know, the call center of yesterday and a software company of today. And you really have to have the technology, you know, to to understand and to meet where the customers are going. Sorry, that was my phone beeping. Um, so again, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys, everybody, has a merry Christmas. Thank you for the reviews. I've had three or four, you know, new reviews on the podcast. Like I said, we've had over 15,000 downloads. I'm getting about 400 people downloading, four to 500 people downloading a week now. It's really kind of blowing up. So thank you guys so much. Please look at our Facebook page. 
um, advice from a call center geek, please look at our Twitter account. Check me out on LinkedIn. Um, it's my, again, my name is Thomas Laird. I post most of my stuff on LinkedIn. Um, that's kind of where I find, and then I'll try to get some really, really, really good stuff on the Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook page. But again, thank you guys for an awesome year. This is, uh, we did the first podcast December 25th of last year, so we'll be past uh, the uh, the one-year anniversary here. So this is kind of, the I guess, the anniversary issue or, or, or episode. But we'll come back and do a, a thank you and, a, and, and a something special here, too, before the before the end of the year. Thank you guys very much again. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you guys all for for tuning in.